A very good day and welcome back to the Travels of Marco Perez podcast. Thank you for listening. This is your host, Marco Perez. I have been working in the cruise industry for almost 20 years by now. For most of my career, my job has been to help guests and customers decide what to do in port. So I was literally meant to travel and explore the world and the different destinations I have been so lucky to visit. And that is exactly what I would like to do with you. Share practical travel advice straight from the source, from an honest first-hand experience, no hidden agenda. All of this in order to inspire you to go out and about and enjoy this still wonderful planet we live in, and to get you involved in this project that will hopefully grow based on your participation. You can find the travels of Marco Perez on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please check them out, like, share, enjoy, and let me know what you think. In this edition, we're going to talk about one very special city, capital of a fantastic country, one of those the Vikings used to call home and where it's said the most beautiful people in the world come from. Of course, we're talking about Sweden and the stunning city of Stockholm. The Kingdom of Sweden has been around for over 1,000 years, but for the last four centuries, the country has retained its reputation as a cultural and economic power. Stockholm being the capital city and center of political and economical power, is the largest metropolitan area in the country, and by far its most famous city as well. The city was founded over 14 islands at the end of the famous Stockholm archipelago, which provides for a unique urban distribution and landscape, surrounded by water, bridges and charming little peninsulas and beaches. Sweden and Stockholm are most famous due to their human exports and contributions to science, literature and popular culture like Alfred Nobel, famous inventor and businessman who is credited as inventor of the dynamite, amongst other achievements, and that established an annual prize to the best of different areas of science and arts. The Nobel Prize is still regarded as the most prestigious award in the world. Another Swedish export is Bluetooth technology, developed by the company Ericsson, founded by Lars Ericsson in 1876. But without a doubt, the country's most famous export is the musical group ABBA, back in the 70s and 80s, were considered as royalty in the music industry, status that its former members still retain amongst Swedish people. All of this is relevant because as famous as these exports have been, they also hold attractions in the city that you cannot miss. For instance, there is an area of the city called the Museum Island, where you can find the Vasa Museum dedicated to cast and display a real-size 17th century war buccaneer that was rescued from under the sea and restored to all its glory. At Museum Island, you can also find the National Museum of Sweden and of course the ABBA Museum dedicated to the famous group. Close to Museum Island, but in a different island called Kongsholmen, you're going to find the City Hall, where the annual Nobel Prize Ball takes place. The building is an attraction by its own right, due to its fantastic architecture and decoration. Please do not miss out checking out the Golden Room. Of course, you also need to visit the downtown area, where you have the Royal Palace, most certainly built to impress, and where you need to witness the changing of the guards that takes place twice a day depending on the time of the year you are in. But Stockholm is not all about museums. When you visit, you have to go for a stroll in the Gamla Stan or Old Town and enjoy a view of the medieval architecture, visit numerous art galleries and of course the city's cathedral, where a stunning carving of Saint George and the Dragon is on display. 
One of my rituals when visiting Stockholm is to grab a coffee and a delicious pecan pie or an open face sandwich at Grillsa Hasset, a coffee shop right in the historical Stortorget, or Main Square, in the Gamlestan, and practice some good old people watching. If you are in the mood, you can also visit the Alfred Nobel Museum while in the area. Another ritual of mine used to be going for a quick run in town, starting from the cruise terminal, passing in front of the Royal Palace all the way to Museum Island and back. In days when I felt extra energized, I would especially enjoy a 14k jog around the island of Sodelman. Give it a shot! A boat trip down the archipelago has to be in your list of things to do in Stockholm, especially on a nice summer day. I wouldn't recommend Stockholm as a shopping mecca, but you can definitely find the latest trends in the downtown. Remember that Swedish people are regarded not only as the most beautiful in the world, but also the most stylish. That last statement is to be debated, but some truth is there for sure. Some examples, Greta Garbo, Ingrid Bergman, Alexander Skatgard, Christopher Lee, just to name a few. Just remember, if you're planning on going shopping, Sweden is not part of the Eurozone. In order to get to Stockholm, you can fly direct to the city or by boat. There are ferries coming from Denmark and Germany throughout the week, or you could always explore on board a good old cruise ship. Look for one that spends a couple of days in the city, this way you're certain to make the most out of your visit. If you're like me, before you visit any destination, you do some research to learn as much as possible before your trip. One of the best ways to do this is by watching movies or reading books that make reference to such place. In the case of Stockholm, we are going to get a little bit personal. I have to be honest, I had been to Stockholm and Gothenburg quite a few times before I ran into Stig Larsson's Millennium series, better known as the girl with the dragon tattoo books. After reading the three books and learning Larsson's tragic story, I have to admit my love for Sweden grew deeper and couldn't wait to go back and visit some of the areas described in the books. Needless to say, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo walking tour of the city has been one of my most favorite experiences in town. The same way, if you want to see the city and some of the Swedish countryside, look for the three Swedish movies made based on the Millennium series books directed by Niels Arden and Daniel Alfredson in 2009, starring the fantastic Numiro Pass. Another way to prepare yourself for your visit is by listening to some of the country's musical experts. So say ABBA has to be on your playlist, but make sure that you also include Proxet, Ace of Base, The Cardigans, and Avicii. Then again, just to name a few. Flight crew, please prepare for landing. Now we're going to change topics and get into the travel advice from the staff section, where I would like to share advice straight from the heart and experience of a crew member. Things that you need to know before boarding a cruise ship, checking in on a resort, or even taking a long flight. What you should expect and perhaps avoid doing. When planning your next trip, I am certain you're going to run into many different options to achieve your goal of visiting and enjoying. Tour packages are certainly one of the options to explore. Understanding that a tour package is an all-inclusive plan where you have hotels and transportation all included. There are different kinds of add-ons you can choose from, maybe a guide to take you all around, meals, tickets to the main attractions, etc. Before deciding for any specific package or plan, please make sure you read even the smallest print in the contract. Do your homework and make sure the flights and hotels are what you're expecting. Ask what times are the check-ins and outs from each hotel. If you're looking for a fully guided package, ask what is the maximum capacity of the group, how much free time do they offer in each stop, and make sure the day tours are well planned and are exactly what you're looking for. 
I have heard of many horror stories of family and friends that have got shortchanged with nightmare hotels, terrible meals, and all day long exhausting excursions. My advice when choosing a package is to explore the different options and check in with your travel professional if it would be a better idea to organize it all on your own. Please avoid the urge to do it all in one go. Choose a package that is comfortable and gives you flexibility to explore and dine on your own. And remember, if it sounds too good to be true, most likely it is. Okay, so now we've come to a, uh, the very light section that is, uh, well, normally it's called the, the Let's Talk to Locals. Uh, but this time around, we're going to switch it up a little bit and we're going to talk to a person, not necessarily about the destination where, where she lives in this case, but we're going to talk about um, advice, traveling advice. And uh, this person that we're going to be talking with, she is a professional traveler as well, but not only that, she is now a professional packer, I, I suppose. Like she is, uh, she has a master's in uh, in packing not only now um, or it used to be only for herself but then with her husband and now for the whole family so uh, laura how are you hi good afternoon good and you guys pleasure to be here thank you thank you for taking the call laura so tell us a little bit about yourself how is it that you are a professional packer now and used to be a professional <laughs> traveler well, I, I, I love it, <laughs> professional parker. Well, I think the only way to get this professionalism is by traveling. I've been traveling my whole life. I was traveling when I was single. I was traveling once I got married and packing for two. And then uh, after having a family, now I have to pack for everybody. <laughs> so I think that does make me a professional packer. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. So Laura used to work on ships and, uh, and and that's when she was a professional traveler. And now her <clears> husband <throat> still works on ships. So now she has to travel to visit him. And also on top of everything, they both are from different countries. So they are jumping in between two continents and now with the babies. So I can, I can tell that Laura has traveled quite a bit and still has a lot ahead of her so Laura, <laughs> let's why don't we go back to our uh, our experience at sea and when we used to work for ships and uh, let's talk about what good advice you have for people who are traveling on ships and what they should be bringing and shouldn't be bringing on board right right well it's actually a very special subject because when traveling on a cruise ship you will think like oh i might not, i might not need this or yes i might need this so it's a little bit complicated because even when you travel for example let's put an example to the caribbean you think it's going to be always hot weather right i mean probably it will be once you're outdoors but let's keep in mind that inside the cruise ship there is always a temperature of around 22 degrees celsius not sure how how many fahrenheit is that but what i'm trying to say is that it's not always going to be hot weather okay. regardless of where you're traveling so even if you go to the caribbean even if you go to the hot weather trip you will still need a blouse a little bit of a jacket or maybe even a sweater i mean you don't have to carry a whole a whole suit or something that's going to be very warm but it's very important for you 
to always have a sweater on you because do you remember Marco always example for for the shows you know the theater it's always very cold not exactly cold but it feels cold because you're sitting down you're just staring at the at the stage and you get a little bit chilly so i would strongly recommend for everybody to always regardless of their destination to take a sweater or like a blouse with long sleeves and with this said it's the same with the cold weather you know i mean even if you if, if you're gonna travel to the cold weather you might go to norway or you might go somewhere high high north you know uh you still need to bring something light you know because sometimes the restaurant they get very hot they get very crowded you know during boat drills sometimes at the beginning of the of the cruise ship you you are actually very close together with a lot of people so i will always also recommend to take something light with you okay. you know so very very important regardless of what's going to happen outside just to take into consideration that you you might be needing a sweater in the evenings for the indoors when you used to be single a uh, long time ago, ago. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not long time ago. But anyway, you used to travel a lot as well. And what was your first, the first thing that you would think about, uh, and when when making your your suitcase? Well, to be honest with you, the first thing as a as a girl that you think of, it's always looking good. I mean, especially for me, you know, like I always wanted to look good and um and for that kind of thing you know sometimes i used to travel like very heavy but then i learned that for looking good you don't necessarily need to pack your whole wardrobe you know like you you can still travel light and you can still look good you know right. i mean important to to mention that uh you cannot travel with a full suitcase because you're always going to make some shopping you know especially as like being a girl you know i mean there's a lot of guys out there who like to shop but being a girl it's a must you know and on vacation it's always a must so always important to keep in mind not to go over the 23 kilos that the usual airlines allow you you know this is around 50 pounds right. so I think this is a very very important thing to mention, you know, like when you're packing, uh, don't don't uh stock up on everything, you know, because there's always going to be some shops, there's always going to be some souvenirs. So always allow yourself a little bit of weight on your way back, you know, because you're going to do some shopping for sure. So I think that's one of the first tips yeah. for us ladies when when we're packing, you know? I mean, you can still look good with taking a few a few things, you know, a few outfits that you can combine, you know. You don't have to wear something different right. every day, you know, especially on a cruise ship. Yeah, it, it's 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 not really that important. But important to right. mention to leave that 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 space, you know. The space. Also, uh what about all your toiletries? Very important to mention, you know, because you know Marco that once you're on a ship everything it's very limited i mean you do get some gift shops you do get some uh probably you get some toiletries but nothing like the ones you like mm -hmm. nothing like the ones you can get at home you know so if you have your special night cream or if you have your special body lotion or something i will strongly recommend that to bring it with you you know because you might not be able to find it for the whole trip you know even if you think like oh no it's okay we're gonna stop in italy and i'm gonna get off and buy it on the pharmacy mm -mm -mm, not always you know it's not that easy 
Então, Carlos. So, there's, I, I don't know if you've seen them, Marco. There's these little bottles, you know, special for toiletries. You know, you can buy them in pharmacies. You can buy them pretty much on any shop, even online, you know. And you can just refill them, you know. If you have your favorite shampoo or if you have your favorite night cream, like, you can use these little bottles and, and get the, the good thing out of both worlds, you know. Like, you travel light. You don't have a lot of weight on your suitcase and you still get your night cream, you know, which I think it's very important, especially for us ladies. Exactly. Okay, so there you go. So you don't have to bring the whole bottle, but you can bring just a little bit for the trip. Right? Now, let's 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 circle back to, to cruise ships. If we are going on a cruise ship, what is it that you are not supposed to bring on board? Oh, well. This is very important because you can spare yourself a bad, uh, a bad time, you know, especially at security. Um, you can always check this like on, on every website, you know, especially of the cruise lines because more, some of them are very strict. But very important to mention, uh, you cannot travel obviously with weapons and I'm not talking about like like a, like a gun or something like that, but sometimes the Germans, they have these little pocket knives you know that they think that it's that there's right. nothing wrong with them but guess what there is you know and no cruise ship will allow you your pocket knife which doesn't make any sense you know because they say oh but there's knives on board and this and that yes but the rules are the rules right. and they still won't allow you to travel with your pocket knife on board so just leave it at home you know spray yourself a bad moment on on, on the on the checking in you know because you're gonna remove it also something very important you're not allowed to bring irons on board which i know sometimes it sucks you know because you want to iron your clothes especially for the gala nights or for a nice dinner out or something like that you do want to look fancy but they won't allow you to iron your clothes on board important to mention that there is always a dry cleaning on, on board you know um obviously it has it has a cost so that could probably be another good tip, you know, that don't bring clothes that they're gonna get horribly shrinked, you know, like just bring clothes that you can fold and you can just shake them out of the suitcase and just wear it, you know, because if you need to iron something, then you're probably gonna have to send it to the dry cleaners on board, you know, and that's gonna be expensive. So that could be also a very good tip, you know, like just bring clothes that you can just wear them straight out of the suitcase um the other electrical appliance that you cannot bring i mean you can still bring but they need to be in very good condition it's your uh your hair dryer i mean they need to be in good conditions because the electrical electrical installation of the ship is very sensitive you know so if you're gonna bring any electrical appliance they need to be in good condition so you need to check it before before you you, you depart you know Right, but when you mention that they, they don't allow it on board, what does what does that mean? What, what happens to the appliance? Let's say I brought an iron and it's uh, it's taken from me. They throw it to the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just joking. Obviously not. They just they just like take it away from you. You know, they give you a receipt and they tell you, okay, goodbye, okay. with no iron. And I mean. The lines at the end of the of the cruise, it, they're, they're ridiculous, you know, just to get in line to get back your iron. Right, just don't do it. Okay. Now, now that you are a mom, 
what would be the best piece of advice that you would give uh, other, other other people like you and well in your situation when it comes to packing for the family oh well uh, that's a trick one but uh i would i would tell other other family members like other packing moms you know not to not to underestimate the clothes you're taking for the kids you know because if if, if the gift shops are limited for adults they're more limited for kids you know you won't find any kids stuff you know so i will think it's sometimes even better to sacrifice like a couple of mom outfits and a couple of daddy's outfits just for you to take whatever you need for the kids you know like you don't want to be washing something on the sink during your vacation you know like you don't want to be hanging clothes in the balcony that you might never see again because of the wind you know so i wouldn't i wouldn't um be low on supplies especially for kids you know definitely all right and then you were also mentioning how you organized the uh, suitcases like right that's actually kids. that's the most important thing right. with the whole packing thing you know like my biggest advice is for you to just separate things you know like for example like where it's four of us right so i usually travel with two bags obviously depending on where we're going you know but for vacation we usually just travel with two bags so out of one bag left side for mommy right side for daddy the other bag one side for one girl and the other side for the second girl you know so once you open the suitcases you know exactly where the things are you know like this is this belongs to mommy this belongs to daddy this belongs to girl number one so you don't you don't actually waste time you know precious time because you know how it is on cruise ships everything it's timed you know like there's not a lot of time to waste you know you have to go to dinner and then you have to go to the show and then you have to do this and then you have to do that and then trivia and then the excursion and this and that so yes. especially when traveling on, on on the ship like i wouldn't recommend to have a messy suitcase because then you're just gonna have a nightmare exactly so the other second important tip i will i will give other packing mothers or daddies it's to put like outfits you know you pack a pair of leggings and you pack you pack a a blouse socks undies voila you know and then in the morning you're not thinking oh what should i wear today uh should i wear this with this blouse and with this pair of jeans no everything it's packed like outfits Okay. you know so you open the suitcase and every knows what to wear you know so you put this this the outfits all together from the from the start even for daddy uh -huh. you know so it, it's amazing and then daddy looks amazing because he's very exactly what mommy wants him to wear <laughs> so voila and everybody's happy then everybody's happy and everybody looks smart and beautiful exactly. i love it all righty well this this is very good information and very great advice that you're sharing laura thank you very much anything else that you would like to add for our audience always 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 regardless of where you're going bring a jacket always okay listen to me like listen the last time we traveled we actually traveled to miami right in the middle of the summer well the ac on the plane was so cold i asked to ask for a blanket for one of my girls how ridiculous is that but it's true you know planes are cold airports are freezing ubers are always freezing so 
always, always, regardless of where you're going, bring a jacket. Bring a light jacket. Perfect. All right. A light jacket. <laughs> Thank you very much, Laura. Pleasure. Anytime. So there you have it. We've come to the end of this episode. Please let me know if you liked it. You can always find The Travels of Marco Perez on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please check the posts out, like, share, enjoy, and please, please, please let me know what you think. In the meantime, take care and enjoy. See you later.